www.mutinyradio.com. You can live stream us. We are now moving into syndication, so we'll run through across the country. We always have around the world and even the solar system. We bring in my pal Greg Kelly, host of Greg Kelly Reports on Newsmax TV. It is their premier show, and he is a premier broadcaster. He's also radio host of The Greg Kelly Show right here on WABC Radio. And Greg is a retired lieutenant colonel in the Marine Corps Reserve. Greg, thanks for helping us uh, this morning. I appreciate it, buddy. Oh, so much. Uh, so good to be with you, Larry. And I, I hope you're, uh, you mentioned something. All the cops showing up at that funeral, I do yeah. think it was in response you know, it's all the, the fake news, the false narrative that cops are the problem. There's a lot of frustration out there. And that was just a overwhelming. It was sad, but it was also beautiful at the same time to see all those officers. You know, Greg, uh, when I watched, I was watching it on TV. I was down in D.C. yesterday, but I was watching it on TV. It really sent a shiver down my uh, back. I mean, it was a phenomenal show of strength. And they're clearly making a statement. And I look, I, I don't know the new police commissioner. Uh, you're the son of New York, one of New York City's greatest police commissioners. But um, I, I, I really was impressed by her speech and posthumously uh, uh, giving uh, Rivera, young Rivera, uh, making him into a detective. I, I thought that was a terrific thing. It's like taking matters into their own hands. That's good. I like that. But, um, Greg, the question I have for you from a police angle is, are we putting more cops on the street? Now, I know Eric Adams just became mayor, and I'm rooting for Eric Adams, and I supported him strongly. I met with him for an hour. I'm in touch with his people constantly. Uh, So I'm rooting for him. But are there more uh, cops on the street, as as you can see? Uh, Are there more cops in the subway stations? Are they going to get these uh, plainclothesmen back on the street? Is there is there any changes happening that would give us a little bit of hope, uh, uh, Greg? Uh, I hate to be a pessimist, but no. Yeah, uh, we have thousands fewer cops. There are somewhere between five and six thousand. They're very uh, careful with these numbers. They don't release them, but we are down significantly from 2018. Uh, you know, the summer of 2020 and into 2021, Black Lives Matter summer, that didn't make cops feel particularly good. And a lot of cops who could retire did, thousands of them. Replacing them is not happening. People don't want to join the police department. Thanks to the fake news, this is uh, not something that uh, looks like it's a... Uh, uh, a nice line of work or an interest. I mean, we have demonized cops. So, and as for Adams and, uh, and, and the commissioner, I, uh, I'm sorry, but uh, they have said the right things on occasion. Remember Eric Adams made his career bashing police. He did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's kind of coming home to roost. Uh, Adams does not have the administrative ability to do the things he's talking about. He went through his 16-page plan, which probably could have been written in two pages. It was mostly filler and, you know, big margins and large type. Um, it's a great deal of nothing, summer jobs programs, that kind of thing. And just one more thing. You mentioned the anti-crime unit. He wants to bring it back. Curiously, or actually, uh, it's worse than it's, insanely, he wants to do that with them wearing uniforms. The whole essence of oh. anti-crime is undercover. Yes, they want to be identifiable oh. to the public. This is a this is a crazy compromise with the left. So we'll have anti-crime, 
They'll be wearing ordinary clothes, but you'll be able to identify them as cops. So they're wearing NYPD hats. It's it's really kind of it, it's it's beyond amateurish. It's it's childish. Some of the things they're talking about right now. It's kind of self-defeating. I thought the whole purpose was to move about anonymously to then well, strike and be more effective. You get points, though, because people who, you know, a lot of folks in the media say, oh, OK, Eric Adams is bringing back the anti-crime unit. That's great. Then you look at the details because he has to take care of his base. And they'll say also, and I'll try to obscure this, but it's true. You can you can look it up. He actually said it the other day when he uh, when he spoke um, uh, that uh, special uh, announcement. He said that they will be identifiable as police officers, identifiable as police officers, and they'll be wearing body cams. So he's trying to be all things to all people. And that's why we can support the mayor. But I think we have to apply a great deal of pressure right uh, on him and on his commissioner i mean we don't have you know, larry you're there we got bob goodwin uh we got a handful of people who are willing and have the ability to talk about this stuff wow i guess the music is playing i wanted to spend some more time with you can you hang out for it and i catch you on the other side of the break you got a couple minutes be my pleasure larry thank you oh good we're going to keep you greg kelly and uh, this is such an important topic so, folks, uh, I'm Larry Kudlow. Please stay right here. We've got a couple of commercials to run through. And uh, my great friend Greg Kelly is going to come back. We'll talk some more about policing. Policing. Look, I, Eric Adams, what are you waiting for, buddy? Go. Just go. To the White House. This is the Larry Kudlow Show on 77 WABC. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome. We are talking about the New York City crime story. It's a tragic story. It's a horrible story. It's a deteriorating story. And as I've said before, we're a national radio show, but this is not just a New York City story. This is a national story on crime and why it is that the people running this country in Washington, D.C., and in all the big cities across the country, are more concerned about the rights of criminals than they are of victims, police, or just ordinary folks. And uh, we have gotten ourselves into one gigantic mess. Our guest is Greg Greg Kelly, host of the Greg Kelly Reports uh, show, uh, Newsmax Television, and, of course, radio host of the Greg Kelly Show right here on WABC Radio. Greg, um, thank you for sticking around for a few more moments. What uh, Joe Biden's coming to town, and uh, what is he going to do and say? I mean, Joe Biden is, is, if anything, a very key part of the problem with all of his statements during the campaign in 2020 and uh, this year on 2021. He's the most racially divisive president I've ever seen. He does not stick up for the cops. He tries to backtrack and be all things to all people, but it's a complete abject failure. So he's coming to town. What's that going to be like? Uh, It's uh, the blind leading the blind. It's uh, all optics. It's all for show. It means nothing at all. Joe Biden knows nothing about law enforcement. Just the other day he said that, Cops should not respond to uh, people who uh, climb buildings and want to jump off to commit suicide. Uh, You should have social workers and and psychologists. Joe has such a ridiculous and simple worldview. He thinks cops are going to show up and start blasting. 
He didn't uh, think it through. You know, why do you send cops? Why do you send emergency services unit to the top of a building? Sometimes those guys change their mind, and then they got to get back inside somehow. You got to climb down the Brooklyn Bridge. Sometimes those guys change their mind, and they try to take somebody with them. So you need uh, skilled, trained emergency personnel from the police department and the fire department to handle these kinds of situations. So it's just nonsense. And, you know, you made me think, though, of uh, Barack Obama. There are some roots that are very interesting nationally to what's going on here. Still looking at this, but uh, there's a theory that in 2011, and this is actually true, uh, there's data to back this up, uh, Barack Obama was not doing well with African-American voters. He, his, it was taking a hit. His support was taking a hit. Polling suggested that he was losing support. Mm. They thought, many thought if he were elected, everything would change. Well, it didn't change. So right around 2010, 2011, they were looking for a case to emotionalize racial issues, and they found Trayvon Martin in Manhattan, uh, in Florida. Mm. That gave rise to Black Lives Matter. This whole outrage, fake news about the police being the problem driven by uh, Black Lives Matter with a great big assist from the political left Mm. because they were afraid of losing support among African-American voters, which they were. This was a way to get them back. You know, we've always had, unfortunately, people have we've had police get shot since police were invented. Police have been shooting people. It's It's a fact of life. But suddenly, as violence is going down nationally, as police are using their weapons less and less nationally, this becomes such a burning issue. And not just in 2020, it started in 2014. There's a real, I think, sinister political backdrop to all this to demonize cops mm. and to emotionalize the left, to, uh, to rev them up say that this is part of the problem and it really feeds the 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 left the left prejudice that's always existed about cops you know trump trump in 2016 trump ran on law and order i mean it was one of the big things that helped push him uh to victory against hillary clinton and um we didn't have all this stuff under trump until I guess we started with, you know, in major ways in 2020 during the pandemic when chaos ruled. But I think, you know, politically, Greg, the country is revolting against this. Now, we're not getting it yet in New York. Maybe we are a little bit. I mean, Eric Adams made some important statements during the campaign. We don't know that he's going to follow through. I, I get that. That's your point. And it's a good point. It's an important point. We need to keep the pressure on, no question. But um, the idea of defunding the police or you know ending police departments, some of these crazy things in Seattle, Washington, and Portland, Oregon, and Minneapolis, Minnesota, I mean, I think that's losing ground. I some of that you saw in the Glenn Youngkin campaign for governor of Virginia, when the Republicans took back that state, which had been, you know, drifting towards the left. And I think I just have to believe, Greg, here in New York City and state, people, I mean, people like real people, ordinary people, not these crazy people on the far left who hate New York and hate America, but ordinary citizens are going to revolt and we're going to see it in the ballot box. Oh, I think that's right. I think that's why we're going to see a huge change in the midterms. Um, 
the but in a way this has already left the station you know that you can't suddenly the the left is not going to be pro cop overnight neither is the mainstream media they're too far invested in black lives matter and and, and racial equity and, and all this stuff that normal people of all races really don't concern themselves with uh all that much i don't see that changing uh it's 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 now part of their identity mainstream media the left they're kind of stuck uh but the people get it once again the people always get it yeah i mean that's so important um i don't know you know come back to eric adams for a moment so he's our brand new mayor with a lot of goodwill. And um, as you say, he's not delivered yet, but he's, you know, he wants to get rid of the no bail law. So that's something I think he wants to put more cops on the street. But as you say, the ranks are so badly depleted. But, you know, now's the now's the time, isn't it, Greg? The first few months, now's the time for him to make his mark to show his backbone, and to be, you know, tough, pro-cop. I mean, you can't have, it's just not sustainable for a long period of time, it seems to me, that the country will actually believe that cops are the problem, not criminals. I just don't believe that. I mean, it just defies common sense. Cops are the solution. <laughs> and and that the politics of the far left, I think we're going to whoop them, Greg. I don't know when, maybe the midterms, but I, I just think they. what's happened even yesterday with thousands of cops on Fifth Avenue, I, I, I somehow I want to try and find a wee bit of optimism in this story. Well, look at how low our standards are. I mean, we're 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 celebrating a mayor who says that, uh, you know, the cops are the good guys and criminals are the bad guys. That really should be a starting point. Um, if you go through his career, he he did not have much of one in the police department. Now, look at somebody like Rudy Giuliani. Now, Rudy could do the public uh, support of the cops, but he also had some very compelling, interesting ideas. And he was an administrator. He was detail-oriented. All Eric Adams has is that speech. <laughs> you know, all yeah. he has yeah. are some nice suits. So I'm not impressed. But one thing about the public, you know, I do think they're on our side, but too often, and you've seen it. You've seen it. You've seen it a million times. People, when they see cops arresting somebody or involved in something, people take out their cell phones. They don't mm. try to help the cop or say that, oh, we went that way, officer. They try to catch the cop making a mistake. Mm. Uh, too many people in the public think it's an opportunity to go viral. So optimistically, though, these things are always cyclical. And things are so bad right now that uh, we might be on the verge of a, of, a, of a Rudy Giuliani. I hate to say it, though. I don't think it's Eric Adams. Mm. Even if his heart is in the right place, and I have my doubts, he simply does not have the, uh, the ability, and quite frankly, the intellect to make mm. this happen. Well... You and I and John Katsimatidis and some of our pals, we will take your advice, Greg. We've got to keep the pressure on. We'll keep the pressure on because you know what? We know the difference between right and wrong. Part of the problem in this country is people have forgotten the difference between right and wrong. It's that basic. Anyway, Greg Kelly, thank you for this morning. We appreciate it very, very much. Talk soon. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.